0: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go.
1: This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24 7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio.
2: To the drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it is a well, a non-victory Monday for the right. Steelers after uh, two straight victory Mondays. They lose to the Baltimore Ravens, 16 to 14, on on Sunday, Matt, at uh, Accrshire Stadium, and uh, just so many self-inflicted yeah. uh, wounds that he just couldn't overcome that many mistakes.
3: 100. I mean, obviously they're execution defending the run was also poor in their overall physicality, but everyone in the world knows what that game's going to be. Yeah. I mean, who wins on special teams, penalties, turnovers, uh, winning in the margins, and it's pretty clear the Steelers did not win in the margins. You know,
2: They did not. Um, of course, Kenny Pickett injured early in the game, uh, suffered a concussion, um, and that left Mitch Trubisky. In, and I thought mm-hmm. Trubisky was effective but got over aggressive.
3: Yeah, I do a post game podcast, and I wrap it up with these are thumbs up guys, thumbs down guys, and I put him thumbs up just to talk about them. I thought he played extremely well, except, except, <laughs> except, except, and he played much differently though. I mean, like when he was replaced by Pickett, boy, he he could he could let it fly more. He's being conservative, yeah. and this, and I think he said it even in his press or his post game interview was. I was aggressive, maybe too aggressive. Yeah, and yeah. The, finding that balance is key for all these guys. I mean, I think Pickett has a little of that to deal with as well. But in Trubisky's case, it was really stark in each direction.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I get the, you know you want to score touchdowns, and Absolutely. it was obvious that the Ravens, the closer the Steelers got to the end zone, were very cognizant of Pat Fryermuth. They they knew, they knew ah, where he was yeah, at yeah. on the field, no matter what. Um, you know, and you know, I totally get I, that, right? It it just became a, a situation that and Farmworth I don't think was 100% healthy in that game. Uh in fact, uh that I didn't realize. today oh, at yeah. the uh today at the facility he was in a walking boot. Okay. It's not nothing. Again, bumps and bruises kind of thing sure, as, sure. As, as Mike Tomlin puts it. He was still well enough to play, but I don't know that they wanted him out there 100% of the snaps. I was very critical of based the, on the
3: usage of him, but I didn't know that to yeah. be honest with you.
2: Um, but you, you Somebody else needed to to, to step forward. And I, and I thought, you know, Deontay Johnson made some plays in this game. George mm-hmm. Pickens made some plays in this game. Stephen Sims made some plays in this game. Yeah. Um,
3: there was a series there that we talked about that Sims-Hamilton matchup. Yeah. Where it looked like they were really targeting that with quick stuff. you know? Right. And, and that was fine. I, I had no problem with and that. And they
2: moved the football, particularly through the air. What they didn't do, I I, and I was critical of this in my post-game 10 thoughts, Najee Harris got two carries in the second half.
3: Three touches total. In I a
2: one-score football game. Yeah,
3: I was just on the air with Mark Madden. I said the exact same thing. It's like, okay, we can blame the run defense. We can blame the the uh, the field goal block. It's certainly the three interceptions. But you're in a tight game in a physical battle, and you've gotten to this point because you run the football with volume and your power back that needs every touch you can to wear down a defense and be effective gets three touches in the second half. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have a problem with that. Yeah, I, I
2: do as well. Um especially you know, early in the game when the Ravens against Pickett, when the Ravens got the Steelers in the third and long, they mm-hmm. were blitzing.
3: Yeah, 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 they were.
2: When Trubisky was in the game, they weren't blitzing anymore.
3: No. No. Uh,
2: and so you weren't gonna you were gonna get looks if it was third and five mm-hmm. because you ran the ball in first and second down. They were still makeable and they weren't gonna they weren't gonna overload and, and, and have, you know, guys running free at your quarterback because I think they know that Trubisky's, you know, seasoned enough to beat yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blitzer rookie. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah,
3: right, right. Um along those lines, not knowing that Friarmouth was fighting something, so here was some things I was critical of is I'm gonna nerd out with a stat for you real quick. So okay. on first and second down, they ran thirty seven snaps on early downs with one tight end on the field. That, of those 37 snaps, Fryermuth was 13 of those. So, you're coming out in early downs with one tight end on the field, and it's Gentry. And, therefore, your third receiver's out there, and it was often Gunner. Gunner plays, I think, because he blocks. Yeah. I mean, he's not much of a receiver. But then you're still not running it. <laughs> you know, so... Is it a I-know-that-you-know-that-I-know you know kind of thing, too? Like, if you're going to put the big personnel out there and run it, whether it's a first quarter, fourth quarter, whatever, then do what you have been doing well as opposed to a lot of two-man routes out of that situation with Gentry blocking or whoever blocking and Pickens and Deontay, both of whom I think played really well, getting a lot of attention then. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't understand that usage.
2: Like they had, okay, so they had 14 yards or 14 carries for 52 yards rushing in the first half.
3: Yep, it's okay. Again, that's it's a great run defense. Perfect. Uh, that's yeah.
2: 3.7 yards a carry. Now, Pickett had 16 of that on, on two
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, scrambles.
3: But we've been counting that the same the last two weeks. Absolutely. That, right, 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 right. that yeah, doesn't right. change anything. Now, the Ravens running backs or quarterbacks run. All right. <laughs> you know,
2: um, Trubisky didn't scramble at all.
3: Yeah, I thought, found odd. Which that was all. strange. Right, right.
2: But he was um, throwing it well. Yeah, he was throwing the ball well. Uh, and, you know, again, Harris got two carries in the second half. Now, he had 10 for 32 in the first half. Yeah, I know. But one yeah. of those was a one-yard touchdown run. That kills your average a little mm-hmm. bit. I, I didn't think he was being ineffective in the first half.
3: No, I didn't think he looked bad or was ineffective. I mean, you knew this thing is a race to 13 or, or whatever. Yards per carry in this game didn't matter to me. Right, you know what I mean. I mean, volume mattered to me much more than yards per carry. And they're not an explosive running team on their best day. You know, what I mean, but if you can keep giving it to them, which they could have, things might have been a little different.
2: Yeah, I I just looked at this uh, after the game. Um, Steelers were four for eight on third downs. Yeah, fifty percent again. They've that, been
3: fifty percent for like for a last big five games. Now, right? the yeah. five,
2: last five games have been at fifty percent mm-hmm. overall. The Ravens were really good by the way Ravens probably. were yeah. four for 13.
3: yeah I know Yard, Ste-
2: yards per play yards per play 6.2 to 5.1 yeah in favor of the Steelers um you know just uh, you look at this 23 first downs for the Steelers 18 for the Ravens mm-hmm. the Ravens didn't have a possession a drive that went more than fifty-four, fifty-seven 57 yards really that was the last the last field goal drive of the game okay 13 plays 57 yards. And you lost the game. And
3: you lost the game. You know I'm a stat nerd, obviously, and all those things. If you told me that, I'd say, "Oh, the Steelers won by 10. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, but I also read your column, and a big thing you stressed from the start was Steelers were not the more physical team. They weren't. You know, they I mean, were not. I think that's what it came down to, as much as anything. As we could talk about run pass percentage, we could talk about who, you know, who did what. But history shows Raven Steelers. The finesse team doesn't win. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's the bully that wins.
2: The Steelers have won three and out in the game.
3: Wow. On
2: nine possessions. They moved the football. They moved the football. But you can't turn it over against that team.
3: And you can't blame the defense. They were on the field way too many snaps or any of that stuff, too. I mean, they faced run after run of big people hammering them. Yeah. But another, you know, kind of like that Friar move stat, if you look at the Steelers' snap counts, it's pretty amazing. Sutton played every snap. But the next most used corner was Levi Wallace, who played like thirty snaps. Yeah. They played a ton of snaps with one corner on the yeah, field. Because they
2: were going to that three safety package. Three
3: safety or yeah. like a five three, you know, yeah. I mean, and Edmonds in the box, Minka all over the place. And my point is, it wasn't like they were in dime getting run on. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Steelers Sealers match big people with big people, a lot of nose tackle stuff. Um, I also did a, a video today with Arthur Motes. And I thought he had a good point about the D line. He had a problem with just paraphrasing how we were saying it was, he's like, Cam Hayward's a defensive end. Who's moonlighting is a nose tackle. Right. You know, he doesn't major in it. That's his minor, you know, I yeah. mean, Lee a D end minoring it outside linebacker. And he thought they did too much alignment stuff that they don't do their best work at. Yeah. And I think that was valid.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a Jack of all trades, master of none stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Instead of, instead of sticking with what you do best, you tried to scheme it up and match what you thought the Ravens were going to do. And what they did, mm-hmm. they, I don't think, I asked numerous guys in that locker room, did they do anything exotic that you guys didn't expect? I bet the answer no. Oh, Yeah, no. No. Right, right. So no. And, and Hayward said, look, even on that last run that they, you know, the, the last series mm-hmm. uh, where they're trying to get a first down, he's like, at that point in the game, we had seen all that stuff.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. They and just they, lined
2: up and beat us on it.
3: They didn't have a deep playbook, Baltimore. Right. But you emptied it. You saw it all. I mean, you shouldn't be shocked with how they were designing their runs. They were just better at it than you
1: were. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. But we've talked about this all season long
2: this year, about how power running Beats some of these, you know, smaller packages that that are are, are around the league now. You, you
3: look at the upcoming opponent; they yeah. ran the ball like forty sometimes on the road in Seattle, not even that well, <laughs> but yeah. they ran it forty times, and it made their quarterback's life easier. And by the fourth quarter, it's getting easier. But it you got to
2: score points.
3: You got to score points. It,
2: it, here's the thing:
3: it narrows the playing field. Down. So
2: if the Steelers are up, you know, fourteen to seven or fourteen to ten at the half, mm-hmm. and then score. Early in the second half to go up,
3: 17-10. Yeah, whatever. whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do the Ravens continue running the football that's like that? That's what I
3: was say. It'd be nice to get them. You out run of them their out. Of, you get
2: them out of that script.
3: Even if Hunt leaves the quarterback, right? I mean, make playing,
2: them throw the football.
3: Playing with one corner is massive disrespect to their wide receivers <laughs> <laughs> and their passing game as a whole. You know, I mean, that's what you wanted them to do, and you could never force their hand to play anything close to left hand.
2: Yeah, because you, know? you fell behind ten nothing. And then at that point, now you're playing catch-up to mm-hmm. a team that wants you to play catch-up. Right, right, right,
3: That's right, how right. they're built to play with game the lead. There's a lot to do with yeah. it. Yeah. And you mix in what I call four turnovers because that block kicks the same right. Way turnovers. Right. Yeah, four same of your thing.
2: possessions, four of your nine possessions in the game ended with you turning the football over to them.
3: Yeah. And if one of them ends up as a field goal, it doesn't guarantee you win. I know that they lost by two and that would be three points. The game goes different. There's a butterfly effect. But I bet... More than one oh, of them well, ends up with three, more than three. You might have 17 more. If,
2: plays. if the Boswell field goal is good, mm-hmm. the Steelers win that game. I think
3: so too. I think because the Ravens weren't
2: were, going to be able to run their way in the, in the field goal range.
3: I don't know if you agree with this. I'm not implying the Steelers were the better team. I think Baltimore was the better team because they could dictate the flow. But if one of those four turnovers doesn't happen, I think the Steelers still win. Yeah. You know, I really do.
2: Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, I, again, you, you, you've had two. Um, interceptions in, in the second quarter, um, if you score on both of those. Yeah, even a field goal. It's they're... 13-10 at the half. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it's a different game. Yeah. yeah,
2: and it's a completely different ball game. Yeah. Uh, it just is because, uh, you know, the Ravens, their their second half, punt, punt, had 34 yards in, in the in the third quarter, they had 45 total yards. Baltimore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the, it was a lull. In the second half, they barely went over 100 yards. They wow. were down to their third string quarterback. He tried to he tried a couple of passes that were like, "Oh,
3: please throw more." They're not going to do that anymore. No, they're not going to. In do fact, that anymore.
2: I I thought a couple of times even when when Huntley was still in the game and I'm like, "They're running the ball and running the ball consistently and and then they try to pass." I'm like, "They just did the Steelers a favor.
3: Yeah, please throw every snap. <laughs> I mean, you might I mean honestly. So what was that again that you said there was like 100 yards of Baltimore offense in the second half? Yeah. So I think there's a misconception and maybe I fell into this trap too that they were just running it down your throat to close the game out. And well, that one, that, well, that 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 drive, drive, after the,
2: the dry, drive after the the uh, drive drive after the block kick was that the fifty four. That yard was thirteen, 13 that for yeah. thirteen for fifty seven, mm-hmm. and there were very little passing on. I think it, yeah, there was yeah, one yeah. pass to, that converted the third down to uh, uh, to Andrews. Not a lot of deception. It was like those six those yards. Yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, I'm not saying there weren't bad stretches, but it shocks me that they only allowed hundred yards of offense in the second half, give or take.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it, it just. It was a very frustrating. You know, they made the big play after the punt, mm-hmm. which people were blaming Presley Harvin for that. And I get it; he kicked the he he made the kick. Right. He had to take like a step and a half to his right to field, yeah, the snap on that. Yeah, yeah. Which now now it throws everything off because you're backed up in your own end. You got to, You 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 have to think in that situation because you're punting from what your your own ten. The Baltimore may have a, a, a pump block on. on.
3: Right, of course yeah. it is. So you yeah.
2: got to get rid of that thing quickly. You've got it set up beforehand that you're kicking an angle kick to the left. Mm -hmm. And now you've had to take, you know, basically two steps to your right to field the snap. Yeah, yeah. And he missed a he missed a kick. That's why punters have to be bounded backwards. (laughs) If it it goes the other way, it's a great kick.
3: Like (laughs) I'll be critical of the Steelers if they don't bring in training camp competition for him. Yeah, in a legit fight. I mean, somebody that has shown consistency that's different from him because his highs are very high and his lows are very low. Right. So he's in the doghouse. Everyone wants to kill him, and they don't think about context like you just laid out. You know, like. There's more to it. The snap wasn't perfect. You weren't Ray Guy. I get it. But both of his, quote, bad punts took awful bounces. You know, awful. I mean, one of them, and I don't know enough about punting. Should he have punted it different? I mean, chances are you can't control the, the thing. The one bounces backwards at you, and one bounces through the end zone, basically. You know, yeah. like the, the landing spots weren't awful, you know? All things yeah. considered.
2: If they had gone the other way,
3: right. <laughs> right. If everybody's happy. Said, everyone, they were like, <laughs> he really knows what he's doing. He's like Jack Nicholas around the greens. You know,
2: even if it was a round ball mm. and bounces you know, where you think it's going to bounce.
1: Yeah.
2: And the, the one that bounced into the end zone, let me say this about that one. I don't get, I, and I see other teams do this, but I don't get why... On plays like that where you're trying to down the ball inside, somebody, at least one of your gunners, isn't going to the to the goal line and turning around.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they can get there in time. If you but, get
2: there in time. Right, right, right. And in that situation, James Pierre slowed up and stopped where he got deked by the, by the return man who, mm-hmm. who drifted over to the right, right where he was at. And he kind of stopped and waited right there. Nobody else got in behind him. To, to yeah. get in there and, and make a play.
3: I do think return guys are getting better at that. Yeah. There's a little more trickery about being a punt returner nowadays. Well, Gunnar Shevsky's block- pretty yeah. good at it, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there is some deception to it. I, I can't comment on that, but you're right. It'd be great to get...
2: I sit next to ba- Bob Labriola mm-hmm. at all the home games. Bob comes... He doesn't go on the road, but he comes to all the home games. And he just complains about that every time there's a punt down inside the twenty. Like yeah. Why is it somebody going to the goal line
3: with their back to the goal line? With their back
2: to the goal right. line, Seeing so you can see the ball. Yeah, get yeah, yeah, down yeah. there. That should be your job.
3: That should be your job. No, I can't fight you on that at all. I mean, that's it, you don't know where that punt's going to land or where you you know where it's and the return
2: man's land. going to deceive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's not calling, you know, if he's calling for a fair catch, that's you know, you should definitely get back there. Right. You see the right, fair right, catch right. signal. He, he's like not going be, anywhere. Not
3: going anywhere. Get right. your
2: butt back there.
3: I mean, I don't think either one of us are thrilled with Harvin's consistency
2: no I don't, I'm not right, defending a good him at day? all
3: no he did not have a good day but there are extenuating circumstances there it, it too could have been much
2: better than it was it was You're right, right um you know so there's just some some things in that game that um you know a play here a play there again it was a 1614 game of course it's a play yeah, here yeah, a play right. there uh you can't you can't allow Calais Campbell to block a kick.
3: No, I mean That's co- what he does. Coach in the press conference. He's a historic or legendary or some big word like that. He's, he's got like 10 of them. He's 6'8 and he's a superhuman, Yeah, you know, right? If someone else comes free off the edge,
2: so okay. bad. Yeah. Like,
3: we're going to get two bodies on Calais. you know, I mean like he can't be the one that beats you. You know, no, I'm with yeah. you on that 100%. You
2: can't allow him to get skinny and get through the mm-hmm. like no. Right, no. right.
3: right. I mean that's not on Boz or anybody. That's that's the blocking.
2: Yeah. I mean, it has to just be the focal point. You know, again, if that field goal is good, they win the game. I'm I think so too. I'm Completely convinced of that. Um, but didn't happen. No. Um, you know, no, they, they get pushed around a lot. If, if they could get the ball back in that last situation, I think they win the game. There's a lot of it things there. That's right. You know, but they they couldn't get off the field, and you know, it, this is a, not the first time that's happened to them this year. No, no. Where they've I mean, gotten in in a, in, a, in weighty situations, the opposing team, the Patriots did it. The yeah. Jets did it. Ran the ball against them effectively to run out the game
3: browns right you're going to get it the rest of the year too i mean starting with atlanta every one of those teams are run teams you know? yeah I and mean, watching tape the last couple of weeks what do you think carolina's gonna do that's all they can do anyways just like the Atlanta conversation what do you think the browns are gonna do what do you think the ravens are gonna do next time around you know i mean they're J- josh Jacobs is gonna get a ton of carries you know what i mean like you better get used to it <laughs> right. it's coming yeah
2: yeah so uh you know we'll see uh see where this team goes with this uh, you know it it, it uh it's disappointing. It um, is. You know, I, I think that game was there for them to win. Uh, it's not the first time that they've lost a game like mm-hmm. that this year.
3: And the league has gone that way quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, they want, every team has those and that's not uncommon, but we've too many times said in the last couple of months, what if they would have one more win?
2: It's a, it's a and conundrum, I, I think, because, you know, we've talked about this in the past that, if you have a big run-stuffing nose, if, if they had drafted Jordan Davis mm-hmm. in the first round of the draft this year.
3: You'd have been happy about it yesterday.
2: Maybe. <laughs> well, probably <laughs> in, guess, that game, in that yeah. game, yeah. yeah. Um, at the same time, in a lot of these games, he's going to spend a lot of time standing on the sideline. He played 10 snaps against the Bengals. Yeah. You know, you
3: know, uh, this is, uh, you that, know what
2: why. is that worth? Do you do, right. you do you spend a high draft pick? Do you spend, you know, the. A, a, that kind of draft capital on that guy, or do you just go out and try to acquire him as a veteran free agent?
3: Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, watching that game, and it's, you know, we're wishy-washy. We don't have to make decisions on what their first-round pick should be or anything like that. I might be able to live with the corners and the left tackle more than I thought if I can get Cam's replacement or, you know, if I can get – I also think a third receiver is really needed. I've seen enough of Gunner and Sims playing as much as they do. I mean, I don't mean saying they have to not be on the team. But there's a lot of directions they can go to get better, including a nose tackle type. I mean, I want Adams to be the true backup. You know what I mean? And
2: I don't know, given what's happening in the NFL right now. uh, I mentioned the Daniel Jeremiah tweet a couple of weeks ago. Where you know that you were able to get those guys, the Travis Joneses, who was who, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, in the third round, mm-hmm. get Javon Hargrave in the third round. Absolutely. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that, given the way the league is going.
3: There's also, and this is historically true, a lot of big-bodied free agents, and the Eagles just signed two of them. Yeah, uh, Hankins got moved. You know, people like that that are not getting a ton of snaps, don't want a ton of snaps. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're older. They've yeah. been around the block. Their body's pretty beat up. Sign them to a one year deal, play them 20 snaps a game. Those guys aren't that hard. Tell them, hey, they're always out there.
2: When we play Baltimore, when we play Cleveland, you might have to play 30. Yeah, exactly. right. Some of these games,
3: you'll play 10. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can get those types that have been around the block and know every trick in the book and certainly wouldn't be shocked with what, you know, Baltimore was throwing at them. This one to me was more about person, performance, and personnel. You know, like, I, I don't know you have to blow the whole thing up, but the players didn't play well enough in the front seven. No, yeah, I mean, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. I mean, and the didn't.
2: offense made critical mistakes.
3: Yeah, yeah. The offense played well enough as a whole. We both would like to see more running, but the mistakes were the stories of the offense. The mistakes, yeah. The execution was the story. Of the you defense.
2: know, again, everybody's you know, everybody's complaining about all the field goals you kicked against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Well, if you scored 19 in this one, you win the game.
3: Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, that's doesn't mean you have to go for it on fourth every time and right. like, turn down field goals, especially in a game like this.
2: yeah. Check out the Steelers Week in Review. It's hosted by Wesley Euler. It's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes drop every Tuesday. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: slash iHeart.